0: damn son where'd you find this d-day rock (laughs) star
1: yeah exactly damn son where'd you find this
0: damn son where'd you find this (laughs) (laughs) oh man we're back man episode two with my guy blaine
1: what we doing
0: had you a couple months ago it was too good had to bring you back
1: Hey you can never have too much of a good thing even though they say you can if you know what i'm saying
0: you know but yeah no i'm 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 excited to have you on cuz i wanted to do kind of a special episode first of all i want to bring you back a lot you know as a recurring guest cuz you know you're my boy and i wanted to do a special podcast episode before i got too deep into it where i could do a little Q&A with people and have people send in questions so i sent out a text to this texting thing that i have with all these people who follow me through text and tweeted out some stuff and so I got a bunch of questions we can go through later and I feel like it'll be good because you and I just have so many stories over the last seven years of being on the road and doing different crazy shit so I figured it was the perfect move
1: I'm here for it I'm here for it I'll uh, definitely chime in with a fact or fiction if you know what I mean yep Um.
0: what's been up though before we get there
1: dude, you know, this, they opened up California a little bit. So that's, that's kind of good. You know, I've been, uh, obviously on the last episode, if you watched it, I've been dad and hard, dad and hard, but I, we've made it a, a point to, uh, to get out in the world and kind of do a little, uh, self, self, self care thing. So I've been golfing like a madman. I love that. On the links. I've been, I've been trying to up my game. I'm not the greatest, but I I feel like I can get there. You know, I have, I have streaks of greatness.
0: Yeah, golf's one of those things where you just got to play and just work it out and then get get lessons, but really just getting out on the course because it's right. the 10,000-hour thing. Like, you can't jump ahead yeah. in golf. Although, I think if you're more coordinated than others, you get a good head start. Like, I played golf right. with a bunch of guys who are, like, NBA players and shit, and, like, these dudes haven't played – like I've gone out with Carl a bunch and he'll bring some other player and you know, he might not have ever played golf before, but is hitting it 300 yards and straight just because when you're an NBA player, you're so coordinated, right? you right, know, right. that you can just pick up anything. Your hand eye coordination is just so crazy.
1: I would think sometimes that that wouldn't be the case with NBA players because they're so like tall and there's like a lot of body to work with. Right. You didn't like to put it all together. Yeah, like someone like Carl, the way he fucking drives the ball is is pretty amazing to see, being fucking seven foot tall well, and yeah.
0: Just... No, it's insane because he, if you think about the physics of a swing, right? If you're seven feet tall versus someone who's like five eleven, right? The radius, uh, you know, or just kind of the distance that the club is going from the top right. point of the swing all the way down to the bottom, it's a much longer distance. The each inch you go higher in height. Yeah. And so the power that you're getting when you're that much taller, it's not just like a linear increase of power, it's like an exponential increase of power.
1: Yeah. You're, you're definitely driving the ball a lot farther, especially if you're, if you're coordinated like he is. Like, right. He's an athlete. The the guy can swing a baseball bat. He can swing a golf club better than a lot of people I've seen. And it's like, you don't, sometimes you're like, some guys, you like ah, like you see Charles Barkley swinging golf club. Maybe that's why it's like that's just a stigma sometimes. Right. But then again, there's there's like Steph's fucking amazing golfer. But um,
0: I mean, Jordan was a big golfer too, right? Yeah. But
1: yeah, Jordan still is a big golfer. He golfs all the time.
0: Aren't there but, those stories um, of Jordan on the golf course just betting like fifty thousand dollars a hole type shit? Just crazy degenerate gambling on the golf course.
1: Um, I would love to just get around in with Jordan one time, just smoking the top nut cigars. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Yeah, so I've been golfing a little bit. I've been running. I've been doing this thing called five at five. So I wake up at 5 a.m. in the morning and I run five miles. Is that, that, a, Blaine,
0: is that a Blaine trademark or is that something that you picked up from somewhere Somewhere, or you, you just figured oh. that out? So that's a hot thing that people might want to try the five at five
1: five at five if you want to hop on it you know uh you're more than welcome to and that is 100% blame trademark but i will not give the credit i will not let the credit go go past past me and give the credit where it's due david goggins man i read this book uh can't hurt me or you can't hurt me by david goggins and he's a ex-navy seal just like the most mentally strong amazing like motivational this guy I and mean, he, he's like i don't want to like motivate you i'm not here to do that but like this is my story and if it if it helps you it helps you the guy just taps into this different side of your brain like you know like everybody says use 40 percent of your brain right his whole philosophy is like you could push past that 40 percent that we all use basically as you know 99 percent of the 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 world use this 40 percent of your brain but there's that other you know other other percentage that you're not tapping into and he's like if you use 100 you'll die right like that's completely like completely pushing yourself to the limit of death so he's saying you could use the other 40 which is 80 right so you could use this other 40 so you push yourself to 80 it's like if, and that's what happens with this five at five thing with me is like when i'm running the first time i started running i got like a mile in and i wanted to quit and i wanted to die you know what i'm saying yeah
0: were you just like going in like, blind? Like you weren't really training before that. You just went and tried to just run it and just say, fuck it. Let me try it and see how far I can get.
1: So like when I was playing college baseball and like being athlete, right. I, I used to run like crazy, but since going on tour and, and especially becoming a dad, like I, I got, I lost touch with like being conditioned. Like I was at one point in my life. Right. Yep. And like, that's kind of like this, the whole David Goggins mentality. I look myself in the mirror. I was like, bro, you're being a little bitch, basically. You know, I'm like, you could do you have done this and you can do this, but I'm making excuses in my head, like, oh, this is why I haven't, this is why I'm not doing this. Oh, maybe I got something to do later. I don't want to be tired. Like, no, I'm making these excuses in my brain to make me not go out there and do something to to be physically challenging for myself. And so when I thought about it, I'm the type of person I think you understand me more than a lot of people when I do something, I do it a hundred percent, like full fledged, like right. psychopath kind of like, it's That's like, very all true. Yeah. you know, so in my, my brain, I was like, I'm going to do five miles. And, and I'm not only gonna do five miles, I'm gonna do it at 5.00 AM. So I'm getting that mental, basically I'm doing it for my mentality, not for like what my body wants to look like. Right. I want to physically challenge my brain to wake up at five, put my feet on the floor, which is already hard enough for anybody to do, right? You know, sometimes you're like, oh, I'm staying. It's just super warm. Oh, it's cozy. No. Put my feet on the floor, get up at five, strap my shoes on, and then hit the block and start running and run five miles. And I started out, I'd run like one mile. Like the first time I ran one mile, I felt like I was going to die, but I pushed my my brain to do it. And then I, I I would like, walk, you know, I'd walk like a half mile and then run a quarter mile walk, you know, a quarter mile, run a half mile until I got to five miles. And then I started to, you know, then the next, when I went out, I did like a mile and a half, two miles. And therefore, I, and, and then after that, she just kept going, kept going. And then I ended up now I'm just pushing five miles nonstop doing about an hour. Not like the craziest, fastest time, but it's definitely steady pace.
0: So is there a point uh, where you really feel like you're going to give up? But then you push past that. What does that feel like when you push past it?
1: It mile three right now. So I I have this this route that I'm running now. So I hop out my 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 neighborhood and I go down this like one of the main roads, and it goes all the way down. And I bust a left, and then I come back around. So it's basically a big like block, you know, like a big square or rectangle that I'm doing. And I get back like adjacent with my house, but a couple streets down, right? Right. And I know my house is right there. And I'm like, I can cut, cut back up and be like, okay, oh, yeah, I'm done, you know? But then once I get to that, that point of like mile three and I'm, I'm, I feel like shit, that's when my, in my brain, I'm like, All right, let's get to this next stoplight. Let's get to this next tree. And then, then once you get to just start doing that and you start keep going, 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 and then like a new song will pop on it or, or I'm I listen to books. So I'll listen to, uh, you, uh, you can't hurt me by David Goggins. I listened to that twice while I was running, done with yeah, that. I feel and like I,
0: listening to that book is just really motivational while okay. you're working on it.
1: Like, you know, like, don't be soft. Basically, like, you know, don't, don't, like, talking about mental toughness. And then I got this, uh, there's another one that was recommended to me through listening to that, and it's called uh, Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. Yep. And, he, and he's just super, like, when you hear him talk, like, his story. So I'm getting lost in these books now while i'm running and it's it's making like it's taking that mental like oh i'm not worried about running like i'm i'm enjoying this book you know i'm enjoying this book while i'm running and like they're they're both motivational and talking about like you know furthering your life and you know like different mental thought processes and becoming successful and and all these things and it makes me feel like all right like i can do this and i'm doing it before most of the people on the West Coast are up, you know. There's not many cars on the road when I when I first go out. You know what I'm saying? So like that's kind of this like this motivational thing in in, in my mind and my body when I'm out there. I'm like I'm getting to it before the world is awake. Yeah, know?
0: that's the crazy thing, dude. Working out in the morning like that, which I I don't do, but I like to get up early and do work in the morning because you get those two or three hours before anyone's bothering you. Right, right. So you were saying like, oh, there's this excuse. I got to do this today or, you know, I got to deal with the kids or whatever type of shit you have going on in the day to day. But if you're up at five, you have that me time. Right. And
1: I think that's like 100% of why maybe I chose unconsciously to do it at five. Well, it's the only
0: time you can, right? Like realistically.
1: Yeah. Cause when I get back, I probably have 30 minutes to myself and then Jackson or Canaan's waking up maybe an hour sometimes if I'm lucky, but they're, they're, they're usually waking up spot on at like seven, eight, you know?
0: Yeah. You got to find that balance between getting enough sleep to be rested, but right. also getting up early enough to have that time. Right. Cause right. the reality is, is that like, there's only 24 hours in a day. You got to sleep for some portion of that. Exactly. Right. So- but how can you use those, those other hours?
1: Do it there sometimes, and I'm just like, why? Why have I decided to do this? But then that's when I just r- remind myself, like the David Goggins thing. It's like, do it, get it done. And every time, once I get past mile one, I'm super happy that I'm doing it. You know?
0: Well, like, what what good happens after eight p.m. unless you're doing something socially, like hanging out with your family or hanging out with friends, right? From a productivity standpoint. Nothing happens after eight p m right right, you know, and so when we flip the script a little bit and say, "All right, well, let me get a couple more hours on the morning side. What happens from five to seven? So much can happen? you can do anything right you can yeah. work out, you can do work, you have your clear head, right, you can and write, you can do whatever, and I think that's like
1: the the main like amazing part about it is like once you get back you're like i'm ready to just like take on a day because I push my mental right. Eight- my physical body to like the brink of like what it is capable of at that time for me as of right now, I'm hoping to push past five miles, but like that was just my starting point. Like get five miles in, you know?
0: Yeah. I feel like if you're doing five miles a day consistently, eventually you'll be able to say, all right, well, let me, right. Let me rock, you know, seven. Let me,
1: you know, right, exactly. So, but it's like doing that in the morning when I come back, my, my brain's super clear. Like I'm ready to like just work and do everything that I got to do for the day and, and even like being with the kids and like you have such a more positive mindset and it's like you kind of got exactly like you're saying that me time that i need to like be like a healthy happy functioning human being because like this whole situation with the covid and being stuck in the house is like it gives me that time i don't need to be around anybody when i'm running five miles it's just me you know what i'm saying
0: right right yeah now more than ever we need something like that to right. just have some time period to focus you know
1: yeah so that's been that's been a great a great thing for me in 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 the most in the recent like two i've been doing like two and a half three weeks so
0: yeah yeah well you look good man i mean that's that's you know that's a long way to run right in a day day.
1: that's the benefit of it i'm like are your knees getting fucked up or anything like
0: that what are your knees getting fucked up or anything you know what?
1: It's crazy. When you run long distance in a, a lot of long distance runners, they'll tell you if, if you watch this and whatever, you listen to books about people that run long distance. Right. because that's thing again, going back to David Goggins, the guy runs like hundred mile races, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mega marathons or whatever they're called, but your feet go numb. My feet will go numb at some points. And I'm like, like banging my heel on the ground. Like as I'm running, I'm like, like trying to get like but my my knees have I had like bad knees, but I think it's because I put on some weight, you know what I'm saying? I'm like my yeah. my body's like, oh, what are you carrying around? You know what I'm saying?
0: Right, right.
1: But now that I'm like doing all these miles and running and you know, which is focusing me on eating better and like doing all these things, like I feel I feel better, I feel lighter. My knees really haven't been bugging me, which is great. But my feet, my feet, uh I had to go cop some uh, some new uh, Nike running shoes. You know, I had to go get the get the goods to like protect my feet because they're freaking they're getting numb and like I couldn't feel my toes. And there's like a certain technique. Me and my buddy are talking about it. When you watch long distance running, like focus like on your shin down. These guys like scoot, right. Like what? Okay.
0: You're yeah yeah.
1: I kind of know what you mean. You're really used to running. If you're an athlete or you're like a sprinter, you know, a lot of a lot of sports is like short burst sprinting like those are kind of the you know the sport that i right. played that you played you're you're running you're, you're taking full strides you know pushing like off the concrete exploding right while you're running long distance it's not about like the full explosion it's about setting a pace and like keeping a steady momentum and that's going to get your time down and and like they kind of do this like scoot it's almost like a it's so funny when you watch long distance runners now you'll really know it's that.
0: kind of like the spring off of the off of the yeah Achilles, right? Yeah, like Yeah, and it's almost like like the calf.
1: Yeah, it's almost like heel you know like more of a flat foot like heel to toe, not toe, just toe 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 toe, toe, toe you know, like just,
0: Right, right, right. the to toes. But you just kind of Almost using the natural yeah. flow of the right. of the foot right. to pro- propel you forward a little bit. Exactly. And they probably use a lot of arms, yeah. right? Too. Yeah. You're just like to just get the perpetual motion. Exactly. And it and it, it's like a real constant
1: like it's a real constant challenge for me because I, I'm i used to, like, being a sprinter or, like, playing football or whatever yeah. whatever I was doing in my childhood. But now I'm like, you know, like, I don't need to be the strongest guy in the room. I need to be the healthiest guy. I want to be on my T 12 hype, you know?
0: Yeah, but the T 12 shit is, is crazy, dude. I mean, after I watched him watch the, win the Super Bowl, I definitely kind of did a you know i'm almost embarrassed to say it because it's almost so cliche but i definitely did a deep dive into the whole philosophy and i mean there's some interesting stuff there i think there's a lot of truth to being incredibly flexible and in the pliability aspect in terms of like you know throwing up massive weight is not a good thing like it's it can make you bulky but it's not good for your body. No, that- all these dudes have back problems and especially You know, online. you see, uh, right? What's his name Rodney Coleman?
1: Yeah, that guy is hurting.
0: Yeah, all those dudes are fucked up. Uh, and it, you know, obviously a lot of them are on the roids too. And right, but just heavy lift. Like if you're going into a gym without stretching and just starting to throw up weight, like you know, right, out of nowhere you're doing some damage to your spine, to your back muscles, your lower back, like everything, every single time that you do that. And that's like
1: what all my buddies that are like trainers and stuff, they're like, yeah, like great that you're doing these five at five. He's like, but my buddy Paul, Paul Wright, get right on Instagram. He, great trainer. He's one of the trainers inside, you know, the, the, the tonal machine.
0: Oh yeah. So he's
1: like one of like- He's one of the dudes? Yeah, he's like one of the coaches inside. The- that's cool. He's like a real big, uh, uh, you know, fitness trainer out here in the Bay Area. And he's like, bro, it's great. Like, I'm gonna start getting on my five five height, but I'm gonna do it my, you know, my put my spin on it. He's like, but I want you to for sure stretch, dude. He's like, if you're yeah. all that shit, like that shit's gonna be hard on your knees, but you need to stretch. You need to make sure that, you know, you're main uh keeping the maintenance on your body. He's like, Five of five is an amazing thing, but like you don't wanna hurt yourself by putting that is like that's a lot of running. So, you know
0: Yeah, it's that's does seem like a lot of running. But I think if you're if you're pushing it from a stretching standpoint and you know right th- thinking about the pt aspect of it you could probably withstand it to to some extent you know but i think that's the philosophy that's changing amongst trainers and people who who live in that world now and i think the tb12 shit did probably do a lot of that work yeah. pushing it in that direction cuz people do care a lot more now about how i mean everyone's always said stretch whatever but we now really understand the science behind why that makes such a difference right 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 I mean, but I think the whole TB12 thing is is a whole other thing, too, of nutrition and trying to just reduce inflammation as much as possible. And I think there's some myths to it, some science to it. And there's some facts because Tom is the guy. What are we talking about? I mean, 100%. We give, like, we give
1: Tom his roses right now. The guy just won his seventh Super Bowl
0: so whatever he's doing is definitely working and that's a, you know so if he's doing it i feel like that's the whole philosophy is if he's doing it then and the thing is with the great thing about something about it is working and you gotta you gotta look tom brady gives you that like yeah he's the goat
1: but like he was he is kind of that average human you know drafted right. in the sixth round like not the the most you know athletic he's not like cam newton where you're like you're right born you know what i'm saying you're born looking like a freak right he wasn't born like that he has made himself into the the
0: greatest of all time yeah it's i mean the the discipline is really the biggest thing and i think that's the whole thing with everything that he does the discipline of not eating certain things and that and that's the Live in the whole foods, plant based, 80% vegetables, 20% lean meats, no red meat, nothing inflammatory from a nutrition standpoint, stretching, yoga, bands, not putting up actual weights. Right. And the discipline to stay with all of that stuff. I mean, I've heard like he sets the temperature in his room to like 65 degrees so that he is sleeping at the most optimal temperature for anti-inflammatory purposes. Someone
1: get Tom on the can meeting so for us. All right. Oh, th- seriously. We need we need, seriously. we need answers and and we just we just want some more insight because we're
0: you got to pay the big bucks to get the answers. You know, right. From Tom, that's the whole business model, but it's a whole approach, right? And, and but I think really what it is is, you know, you could do all of those things, but the reason that he's successful is because of the discipline and all of those things is just a byproduct of his discipline that, you know, like he's going to be obsessive because he's obsessive. Right. You know, you can set your thermostat to 65 degrees, but you're not going to be Tom Brady. Exactly.
1: And that's the, the whole point of the five at five and me reading, uh, you can't hurt me this it's a mindset. It's not about the body. Right. It's 99% of it to me or 90% of it, it is your mental putting yourself in that situation, and then you're going to do these things if if you mentally force yourself to do these things, right? You have right. to mentally right. be there to to even get anything done like that, right? So it's it's definitely a mental uh, a, a mental test more than it is like a physical test because I know my body can run five miles. I've done it before, but, you know, maybe I, like, I tell myself, I look myself in the mirror, like you mentally have gotten away from what you're capable of doing. So let's get after it, Blaine. Stop being a punk.
0: You know, if you, if you were ever like a kid and you were like running from the cops at a house party or doing some shit like that, you can push your body to the craziest limits when you need to under a fight or flight situation.
1: You know what? The first time I hit the full five miles, I came home and I was like, Hey babe, if I had to run from the cops right now, I'm gone. <laughs> five miles? Like the cops aren't running after you for five miles. They're not they're
0: not staying they're like, for, for, a, they're like, for a for a ten K. This
1: guy's guy best kid in the world. What are we talking about? Like and I'm like just consistent.
0: I'm just envisioning you just running down the street. There's just cop cars behind you, you're just training like Rocky. Just
1: <laughs> Oh man that is too good. That's
0: fun. Yeah. But you can do a lot, you know, you're right. It It is a mental game, but I think those, those type of things, you know, listening to those guys like David Goggins or reading the tb 12 shit. Like that's what's so cool about what those guys are doing, putting that stuff out there is just that it can be motivational to the average person to just go another level in their life. And we all need a little bit more. Of that.
1: I, I needed the push man, because I think about it all the time. Like, Oh, I, I want to get up at five and run five miles. I was telling myself right. that for so long. And then I read this book and then I'm like, what am I doing? What,
0: what pushed you to actually check out the book? Was there something that led you like, did you see a podcast or were you just like at a point where you were like, so I, I need something I, to motivate me here.
1: It, it, I've heard of him through a lot yeah. of mutual people. Like a lot of my friends have heard, I listened, uh, read the book or listened to the book. And, and then I saw him on the Joe Rogan podcast and then I really like, kind of like listened to that, and I saw like what the guy was about and then yep. I read the book, and then it came out on tape right once it came on tape it has like it's like they read the chapter, and then in between each chapter they will uh have like a podcast in between right'll so oh, we'll talk cool. about like the stories of his life and like these things, and it's the guy who helped him write the book who reads it and David Goggins in between and the guy like have a podcast you know conversation back and forth about like the situations that like he he went through and like the mindset and all these type of different things so it's like it's just super motivational and that's kind of what made me read the book was just I had this thought process in my head before I even knew who David Goggins was it's kind of like what I what I was when I was playing sports I was like very like obsessive like okay practice more than anybody you'll be better than everybody right you know put put the time in you'll get the reward right and i always had that thought process and i was kind of always that way but i like i said it got away from me and i was but i was i was compensating like oh if i work more on music then i'm putting that you know that thought process into the music world right like if i'm you know making beats or recording and making songs more than anybody, then I'm going to be better than anybody in music, you know?
0: Right. Which is the right. same
1: mentality, but I'm like, why can't I do it all? Why not just be a healthy human, run, work out, create music, do business uh, ventures, you know, whatever it is. And uh, it kind of just made me like stop making excuses for one thing and getting rid of another thing, you know?
0: Yeah, I hear that. Yep. So, yep.
1: And now, now I'm trying to put my my brain power into – uh, real estate man i'm trying to i'm trying to I'm trying to take over the real estate game one time
0: real estate's where the money's made oh, man this this uh most billionaires in the world from real you know, estate
1: this quarantine things really got me got me like all right let's take my life to a different year you know
0: well that's I, I think everybody's been on that wavelength I've talked about this on the podcast anyone who's living this life for themselves you know not working for a corporation if you're working for a corporation you get in the whole quarantine situation you start adjusting to the work from home lifestyle you're going different places running Airbnbs working the office life you know you're still doing the nine to five you're just doing it from right. home and you know if you're lucky enough to have a job like that then you're good. Right. You know a lot of those people are are, are feeling good. But if you're someone like us who works for themselves and is figuring out how to just make it happen this has gotten rid of all the distractions. Right, exactly. And there's so, not that
1: like, oh, uh, it's Friday night. Oh, let's go get fucked up or let's go hang out like let's go to a right. club or something like that. Like that is out the window.
0: Well, and so much of the meetings that, that you take on a day to day basis are really just, just to like distract yourself socially. It's not something that you actually need right, to do right. from a business standpoint. And I think that's one of the biggest realizations people are gonna have from this whole entire situation. Right. People who work for themselves. Exactly. Should we start going through some of these questions in this special Cam Meek and Show podcast yeah, man, let's with my guy up Just start start telling some stories. I, I want to know
1: what the people want to know.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of good questions. So I I use this texting app called Community. And so people can, Where can text, they text me. You, at? you can text me at 617 420 7261. Let me double check that. Just to be super sure. 617 420. Where the hell is this thing?
1: Well, we for sure got 617-420.
0: Yeah, it's definitely 617-420.
1: Shout out to Boston. Shout out to the big the big loud.
0: 7261. 617 420. 7261. I feel like a radio great. host. Call in now.
1: So if you want to ask him, if you if you want to get uh, the new drops.
0: Yeah, I do a lot of cool shit on there. I'm trying to figure out the best way to use it, but I've been really using it as a sounding board for ideas and talking to them and just being like, hey, I, I want to do this with the podcast or I want to do this with some new music I have coming out. And it's like my core following of people That's that are the most into great. what I'm doing and it's so valuable getting good the insight, person. hearing what they think about an idea and stuff like that. So, anyways, I texted that group, asked for questions, tweeted it out, got a ton of good questions. So, I'll start going through them. Let's see here. What's your biggest inspiration to make music and why? You know, I feel like you can you can talk on this too, Blaine. Um, music is just the ultimate kind of therapy. I feel like it's a it's an expression of your thoughts in a way that, at least for me, I felt like I couldn't get it out in any other medium. I couldn't get it out by talking to people. I couldn't get it out by doing something else. But when I started writing music, I was able to kind of get stuff out there and it's also this incredible expression of your yourself and what your whole kind of vibe is and so i don't know i mean i feel like that uh yeah, you know I, what i'm saying I,
1: I, I would i would agree man it's just it's a, it gives you a place kind of to tap into to certain places in your brain and thoughts and and feelings that you have and to, to get them out there and, and to, to, to release them, you know? It's like almost some uh, a sort of self-therapy, right? Um,
0: mm-hmm. You
1: really get to, I, I think you feel the same way, you get to just really express, I mean, that's like the point of it, like to express those deep feelings, those lighthearted feelings, those fun feelings, like there's just no limit to what you can do. And then I think some of the most amazing situations for me for for making music that inspires me is just like when you create a song you, you create it from silence you know it starts the first thing that happens when you you know plug it when you go to make a song there's nothing and then at the end is like this beautiful song that you created over however many hours days whatever and then you have this whole beautiful thing that you created and it's just like very rewarding and, and and it's even more rewarding when when you do it about something that, you know, is is been been on your mind or or dear to your heart or whatever it is. It's just kind of it just it's very satisfying. It's a satisfying process.
0: Yeah, it is this it is this kind of and it's a this real tangible asset that you create. Yeah, that, that's the most amazing thing. For me. And it and it exists like you're talking about, like real estate. How about music as an asset? Like it exists out of thin air and then you just have it out there forever and people can listen to it and it la- I always thought that what attracted me to music was the fact that it was this thing that you put out that was with your own right. voice that lasts longer and that than you
1: do is like one of the most inspiring and and like things that makes you want to do it because Think about the people that right. have passed. Rest in peace to every artist that has ever been, you know, that has passed on. We still have them, kind of, you know. We still have them. We yeah. still get to yeah. like, you know, feel like you know them, or you know, when when you when you're thinking about them, you can put them on. Like, it's just it's super sick. And
0: I think we have a need as humans to figure out how to make life bigger than right. ourselves. And i think that's why we created art because we had this drive inside us to make sense of things and also make things more important than right. ourselves and art does that because it lasts forever it it lasts longer than the human making yeah, and, it.
1: and art literally makes like you're saying it makes it like bigger than you and it make it, it right it, it makes it Last longer than you. It's that's a very very deep question. I think we're going down a rabbit hole right now.
0: Yeah, you can go as deep as you (laughs) You want to go on it. But you know, I I think I think at the end of the day, that's that's you know at a high level, what motivates anybody to do music is that uh, you know that's what I think at least. And it's just fun. There's there's not there's not a lot of things like being in studio. So if you know that process, it's an incredible fun. It's just an incredibly fun process. How do you handle the pressure of wanting to help out friends and family while still thinking of yourself and your own pockets? Interesting question. Um, I think that, you know, anybody deals with that when you have any level of success, right? And, you know, I think it's important to remember. It's kind of like the airplane safety video. You got to put your mask on before helping others to put that their that is mask just
1: on. a great analogy i mean you know that it's crazy because this question really relates to my 2019 i i, I was a very yeah. i mean for the longest time like put put the other person's mask on before i put mine on you know i was right. always right. you know like let let let's be the team player still am but i made like a pact to myself right before my kids were born i made this thing to myself like right when we back to the day like i'm gonna do things for me you know i'm gonna do what's best for me and i'm always gonna have like the best intention in my heart and always still be there for the people that i care about most and i made that pack to myself and because i was just like you know like who if you don't you know, if you're not okay with yourself, you're never gonna be okay with other people or, or the people that you're trying to help, you know. If you don't love yourself and you're not like happy with what you're doing yourself, then you're never gonna love the people that you know, that you wanna help, you know. So you have to help yourself before you help others. And that's something I, I truly believe in and I kind of finally grasp that, even though that's like I never had like ill intent of whatever I was doing to help others, because it's like all I want to do is see the people win. But I was like, like, I'm gonna be home. Right. I'm gonna be back in the Bay. I'm not in LA anymore. What can I do to help to help Blaine now? You know? I've done a lot to help others. What can I do to help Blaine? And I, I just found like a little more, you know, clarity in like what I wanted to do, which is
0: Yeah, and there's, you know, on the other side of that too, I think that there's an issue when there's a dynamic of oh, well, you're doing something, what's in it for me? What's in it for me, right? And I think that those motivations might indicate that those people aren't really your friend. You know, like, I think that real friends understand that everybody can win and everybody can eat together. And if it's just a focus of short-term, like, hey, you're doing well right now. Can I get a little piece of that? Can I try and, you know, kind of right. just ride that right. situation exactly. in the short term, then you gotta think about what the motivation right. is right. there.
1: And that's like I'm like always the type of person that like never like, oh no, this person, they didn't have good intent. Everybody has good like what, what do you mean? They can never do anything like that, you know? Right. Lo and behold, right. like shit happens like in your life. you're like, I was I was being super naive, you know. I was being super naive about like you know trying to help people and do these type of things, but then, you know, the cream always rises. You know, the people that that are solid and deserve you know your time and and your your love and and your help and whatever you want to do to like you know better their life to better your life, and just to be a solid person and be that person that you know, that that, that cream. You know, the cream that rises to the top. It, 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 Those will stay. They yeah. stay.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. And I I think, you know, to touch on the question specifically, I think you as an individual, if you're in a position where you have those people around you and you feel like you have that pressure to help people out or take care of people, you know, you got to give the people that you love the most help that you can, but doing it in a way that isn't killing you. Yeah. Don't take away from
1: yourself just to help somebody else, you know?
0: Right. Right. And I think that's kind of what you were talking about. Is like you would put so much effort into trying to help, you know, people around you that you were working with or doing different things that you might not have been looking out for you all the time. Right. Right. And we got to do that first as individuals. It's not selfish. It's sustainable because that isn't sustainable long term. And that's my whole And for everybody to really eat long term at the table together, that focus has to be on on you as an individual first, you know, while you're with your friends and family right. and helping them prop themselves up too. But it can't just be a, you know can't be a one on Let me give this, give it yeah, right, right. Interesting question. We're getting a lot of good, you know, different vibes here. Let's see what else we got. What's the best advice you can give to new artists? What do you do to break through any writer's block you get? This is like five questions here. (laughs) Let's start with that. What's the best advice you can give to new artists? So, I think times are changing every single day in terms of how to become a relevant artist, a relevant person on social media, all this stuff. When I started making music, the world was Facebook and YouTube and dat piff and blogs, and that world doesn't exist at all anymore. And so I think it's hard for someone who's been doing it for 10 years to say with you know specificity, this is what you need to do to get successful as an artist. But the high level approach is always the same, whether it was my generation coming up in music or the generation before me, or the generation 50 years ago. It's about being open-minded enough to just figure out where the opportunities are and and connect the dots. You just got to try to think outside the box and be open-minded and say yes. Yes, this is a good idea to try and go down this road. Yes, I'll try and email this person and meet meet with them, find, you know, a way to connect with somebody who's going to put me in a better situation, put me in front of someone that's going to make a difference. And that was the whole entire thing that I did. I was making music in my high school seeing that blogs was a real good way to get exposure to your music online. It was this brand new thing that was just happening. So I had to figure out who's running the blogs. And it turned out that it was just a bunch of kids that were not much older than me. And then I had to friend request them on Facebook, build a rapport with them and get them to start posting my music just by spamming them essentially, you know, and, and again, These type of things aren't going to work today in this day and age, but that just shows you that you just kind of have to figure out some approach that you can do and just be open-minded enough to say, yeah, I'm going to try this and this could work. Because if you're sitting there thinking, no, that's not going to work, and you're finding every single reason not to do something, then you already lost the battle. For sure. And so it's really just a mentality thing at the end of the day. Obviously, and I think so many people say that, like, you know, it's mentality shift, mental, mental, whatever. And, you know, that's, that's only, you know, so good to hear if you're seeking advice. Right. But, yeah, is it cliche? Yes, but it, it really is true that you just have to try. You have to try different avenues to create opportunities out of nowhere. And when... That opportunity comes up, and it inevitably will if you're moving and trying to figure stuff out. Because bet, you know, luck bets on people that are in motion. Show up. Just show up and jump on the opportunity. Show. And so I was emailing all these blogs, and finally they started posting a couple of my songs. So then I went even harder in the studio, making even more music, getting them to post it again. Figured out that this guy Matty Trump was producing all Sam Adams' music in Boston, and they were making. Hits, you know, they had the number one record on iTunes at the time, and so I said I gotta get with this Maddie Trump dude, and so I emailed him and I was like, listen, I'm a, you know, I'm making music, I'm in Boston, I I want to connect with you, make some music. He was like, cool, it's five hundred bucks for a session. I was like, fine, I'll figure out how to, you know, save up the money to do a session with him, just because I know that if I get in the door, I can prove to him that I'm not just some kid that you can scam out of five hundred bucks to do a session. And so I got in there with him, made one song with him, ended up creating a partnership to produce a whole album off of that first meeting. And none of that would have happened if I was sitting there thinking, ah, well, you know, he's not going to respond to me. I'm just some 17 year old kid. Like he's already working with, with Sammy. Like, why does he need another white rapper? You know, why does he, Now it's the
1: relationship till today, you know?
0: Right. Right. One of my best friends. And so I think the platforms change, the way to do it changes. Obviously, you know everyone's talking about TikTok and all that shit in terms of how artists are breaking these days. And there are a lot more experts on the music industry that know 10 times more about the current stuff going on than I do because I came from a different generation. But the mentality and the openness to putting yourself out there and trying to create opportunity, just set up meetings, do shit, you know, talk to people, just be out there, be moving and good things will happen. Reach out, show up. And no matter what it is, it's always going to be a learning experience. Even if it was a bad thing, if you're doing something and you learn something from it, then that was worth your time that day. Especially when you're starting out. Nothing's a bad opportunity when you're starting out. Amen. What do you think?
1: Amen. You you hit it on the nose, dude. You hit it on the nose. Like show up, man. Show up. That's like with my situation. Oh, buddy's got a show in town. He's he's rocking with this artist who's got a little little buzz. I'm not even really going to like create like a a friendship, but like you show up, you be a good person, you be a good human. You're you're someone that people like to be around. Oh, come to the next show, okay? Then you come to the next show, and then you're like, then you're you know you're on tour with them because they thought about you. Oh, this guy was great vibes. Then you're on tour with them and then you know good things happen when you show up so my whole thing is like i was always like show up to 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 any situation that you know is in your avenue of music you want to do music show up to things that you know people that do music because the more people you know in that industry could only help you you know
0: 100 100 all right let's see here How do you combat lack of motivation when you're down and out? What helps you get back into the swing of things?
1: Well, if I know Cam Meekins,
0: <laughs> what are you going to say?
1: If I know Cam Meekins, roll yourself a nice J-speed, <laughs> a glass of wine, and get back yeah. to it. No. <laughs> yeah, that, you know,
0: that can go a long way in moderation. But, <laughs> you know,. Uh, I think they're kind of two separate things, this question. I think that the motivation from a work standpoint is something, but I think just motivation in your life in general, you know, that relates more to being down and out and what helps you kind of get back in the swing of things. And I think, you know, we'd be lying if we all, if we didn't say that we all go through shit, 100%. you know, and I'm one of those people who I always feel like I'm not doing enough You know, I'm, I'm, you know, I've got all these different things going on, the music, the podcast, and I'm always like, I need to do more. And, And I think sometimes that's a negative in my life because then I get, I stretch myself too thin and then I have too much stuff going on. And really I should just be in the studio and focus on that or whatever. But, you know, I always find myself struggling with you know, I I got to do more, and then that feels like a lack of motivation because it's like, well, I have the time, I, sh- I should be doing more or whatever. And I, I think that we all need to be a little less hard on ourselves, first and foremost, and remember that we got to take things step by step. And what's what's helped me get out of those patterns of just kind of the negative reinforcement of I got to do more I'm not motivated enough or whatever is just trying to break it down into its simplest form and I feel like you probably relate to this especially with what you're doing right now with the waking up and running I never believed growing up that that you know certain little things were indicative of something but as I've gotten older I've realized more and more that everything relates to everything. And so if you're not taking care of your room or you're not, you know, picking up the dishes or you're not doing that, then it trickles down into the work ethic with your work or your, you know, whatever you're doing creatively, if you're a musician or whatever, all of it connects. And so sometimes you got to break it down to its simplest form and say, all right, let me get my, my head clear, let me get my space clear, you know, and then move forward. But it's a slippery slope because you can't just clean all day. You know (laughs) what I'm saying? Like that doesn't make you a successful person. But the point is, is that building more and more discipline in your life creates more success and gets you out of that rut and gets you more motivated. And so it's not just, oh, I can make myself feel accomplished by cleaning or doing this one little task because i think there's a lot of making our making our brain think that we accomplish something by doing some trivial task that doesn't actually help us so you can't just do that but you do need to know how important discipline overall in every aspect of your life is because it has that trickle down effect
1: right with everything the smallest things to 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 whether it's with work or like you're saying, clean your house. Like those things really do help or like, you know, discipline of making myself get up in the morning, you know, run, clear mind. And it really, really, really does help in the long run of being in that down and out place and being mentally in a hole. And, but the thing is, is like, try to find, you know, in those negative dark, depressing times as a lot of people go through especially you know in this day and age with like mental health and those type of things like see and know that there's that light at the end of the tunnel like this time could suck you know right now could be an awful time for any given person but there is and as cliche as it is you know there's light at the end of the road there is a better day that's coming shout out to cam there is going to be a better day you know what i'm saying like it always always will happen it does happen i mean every every one of us that has gone through shitty things has gotten to a place where i feel i feel good now at some point you may be back in that shitty place now but there is hope and there's always hope just always have that hope and use that discipline to like really clear your mind and to focus yeah, on that little task. Okay, I got this done. And then it's like brick by brick, you know, you get to that, you get above that clouded, you know, down and out feeling that that really like holds you down and, and, and it, it, it weighs on you. So, you know, it's not like that nobody goes through that. So just know, we all do go through that. And, you know, even like the happiest people that you see. I was talking to a buddy the other day. He's like, man, like this is getting hard. I'm like, hey, man. Like how do people do it that make it seem like it's so easy in his situation, right? I'm like, dude, don't don't let the other people, like whatever somebody's posting on Instagram or whatever, like my life's perfect because nobody's is. Nobody's life is perfect. Anything you see posted is, is, you know, that the highlight reel of their life. It's not the real, the real thing. So don't get down on yourself, like looking to other people like, oh man, how are they, how are they so happy or how is this? Just look at yourself, look at your surroundings. Like Cam said, man, like, Sometimes, you know, there's a clutter all around you and that's holding you down. That's like making you, you know, frustrated or or anxious and like, you know, just clearing that clutter, that actual physical clutter in your surroundings could help that clutter in your brain get you out of that, that negative place and to take that step forward in whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish or achieve something.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think that you got to remember Right, like you've gotten through everything else right in your life. You're going to get through this thing.
1: Yeah, you're still here. You know,
0: you're still here. <laughs> the hardest things you've faced in your life, you've gotten out on the other side of it. This thing, you're going to get out on the other side of too. But yeah, that's just been my thing that I've been trying to implement into my life a lot because you know, I could talk about it all day, but at the end of the day, it's still something that I'm trying to figure out is that discipline aspect on another level. really be like you know performing at the top top level it's got you know it's got to be that whole approach and everything's got to match and it can get real cyclical though like the the whole concept of you know all right well you know let me clean stuff up let me get my life in order and then let it let it all get messy again let and i'm not just talking about like actual messes like but metaphorically let me get my shit together and then it all gets messy again. And then I get it together again and then it gets messy again. And so that cycle is not getting you anywhere, but you know, getting it together and keeping it together and keeping that discipline is the hardest thing, but we all have the capacity to do it. And I think if you're listening to a podcast like this one right now, then you are a person who's trying to do more of that in your life because I put on podcasts and you're listening to that book right now when you you go on that run to better your current situation. You're searching for that thing to give you that motivation and so you're already on your way. You're already a person who said, today I'm going to do something for myself that is going to benefit me you know and i'm not trying to talk up what we're doing here like this is like the holy grail it's not we're just two guys trying to talk shit but when you listen to something that's of substance and you're trying to get something out of it you're already on your way to doing something yeah and so keep going you know you're motivated keep going
1: yeah you have the itch already you 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 you're trying to find it so that's the first step you you want to you know
0: I got one on Instagram here let me pull it up here's a going for both of us dinner party four guests past or present who are you choosing I'll let you go first on that one blaine Four guests dinner party? Yeah, the four guests is kind of kind of kind of a lot. So, you know, we'll see we'll see where we go, but let's do it. Let's try and pick four.
1: Are they saying like dead or alive?
0: Dead or alive? Yeah, I think yeah.
1: past this or is, present. This is tough. There's so many ways you can go. You know, there's like
0: the yeah. There's a lot of ways you can answer this. <laughs> a lot of political
1: correctness, and you know what I'm saying? Um, right. Four guests. At a dinner party, I only get four. Hmm. Wow. Well, this is deep. This is deep. You know, I mean, I got. I feel like I got to be wholesome with this one. You know. Yeah. I, feel like I got to be wholesome. I, I got to bring the boys. You know what I'm saying? I, if 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 it's like the last dinner that I could ever have or something like that, like.
0: Well, let me see or- what it said. Let me see what it said.
1: Give, give me, give me more context.
0: It really just said dinner party for guests past or present. Who are you choosing? <laughs> wow. wow. So it's not, okay. it's not, it's not the last supper. It's not your okay. last dinner okay. ever. Okay. Okay. But well, It's just, a, I,
1: I, I'm going to do this. Like, uh, I would say like inspirational wise, right? So if, if, if I could have four inspirational people, at this dinner with me that I want to pick their brain, I'm gonna have past or present. I'm gonna have Tupac be there. I, I really want to know. I really yeah, want to know. That'd be what a good conversation. Like. Yeah, I want to pick his brain, really know what he's like, um, and just you know get to know Tupac at a dinner. It'd be sick. Tupac. Wow, this is deep. <sighs> Man, Tupac. Uh I pro I, see, I wanna say fuck. Fuck. I kinda want Elon Musk to be there. I wanna yeah, I wanna
0: I wanna want yeah.
1: I wanna like uh I would wanna uh spark that relationship with Elon Musk and, and become boys with Elon.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And he's just like kind of like this guy that we're gonna remember for forever, you know.
0: He's yeah, he's a gonna... the, the Ben Frank Franklin of our time.
1: Exactly. So I think he would be a great one. Another one, dude. I'm a big fan. Drake. I would want Drake to be there.
0: Wow, that's 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 interesting.
1: That's a curveball.
0: Yeah, I like well, that though.
1: I I think he's somebody that is doing everything right in 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 our line of music, right? And he is the pinnacle. He is the top. Of, of that's alive and that's now and the guy can't miss. And I'm just like, you know, s- creating that relationship would be, would be, I think, uh, super valuable. And uh, who else? Last
0: one, last one,
1: last one, last one. Wow. So I got Elon, Tupac and Drake at the table. This is interesting. This is an interesting dinner.
0: Yeah, you got to add somebody who kind of rounds it out a little bit. Yeah, no, no, I do. I really do. I really do.
1: Who, who, hmm. Hmm. Oh, this is going to hurt. I just can't think of somebody. Who could round this out? Who can make this? I'm trying to think of somebody that's really... That's really important right now. I mean, at this point in time, but I just feel like he'd be super quiet because he's just about no bullshit, would be my dog David Goggins,
0: dude. Wow. You're really about (laughs) the David Goggins life right now. I would want Goggins
1: to be... I want to pick his brain
0: too, dude. (laughs) That's how you know you really like a book. (laughs) You're like... I got to have him at the, at the last dinner. Yeah. So we got, we got David Goggins, Drake, right. Tupac, and Elon Musk. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's good, man. <laughs> oh man. that rounded it out. Those are just, that would just be a nuts, a nuts conversation. There's a lot of big personalities,
1: right? Oh my God. Okay. So who, who would be at your table?
0: Oh, man, man, that's tough. Um, I'll probably say you know I'm going to say Kanye because I think that it would just be a riveting conversation. I think he's, you know, the energy being around that would just be really interesting. Um and I'll say Obama.
1: Ooh. He was on my list, but I was just like, yeah, I'm
0: the guy. yeah i just think he's so cool and i think he like kind of represents kind of our generation like our not our generation but like our time period like this modern era right you know and i think he's probably got such crazy stories in terms of shit that he's he knows about that we don't oh. geopolitically and just around the world you know Things that and if like maybe we could just ask him some top secret questions and like I feel like if this kind of dinner was happening, we'd pick up some game because I you know I I think Obama would be just as stoked to have dinner with, you know, some two hundred year old person or whatever.
1: I almost want to uninvite David. (laughs) He's pissed. No. Goggins you're in. I'll take
0: some some historic people too. Um so we got Obama, we got Kanye. They don't get along, so that might be tough. Right. Um I uh I guess I'll say like I don't know, F D R. Well. Wow. I don't know. That you know, I'm just trying to think of somebody from back in the day. That would be really interesting. <laughs> so, you got two presidents and, and two Kanye. presidents. Well, president, because the presidents, they just are going to know a I, lot no, of shit.
1: I, 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 those are two respectable, knowledgeable,
0: you know, but then Kanye is just the wild card kind of from an entertainment oh, yeah. value standpoint.
1: <laughs> that would um, get the people going.
0: And I think he would have some interesting questions too. Right. And he'd be very straightforward about it. And, uh, I don't know. I don't like the FDR answer, but I'm just going to stick with it for the sake of, you know, going with the, going with the flow here. Um, and Jesus Christ, (laughs) the man himself.
1: Could you imagine that is probably,
0: wow. Like Like the actual guy,
1: the guy, you know, I I mean, those are some, some questions I want to know.
0: Yeah. Yeah facts but yeah i think that would be my four right there that'd be my pickup basketball team me jesus christ obama fdr and uh and um and kanye
1: (laughs) all fitted and yeezy
0: yeah
1: jesus christ like looks like you stole my whole swag dude what are you doing
0: jesus got the sandals on he's like i don't know i can't i can't do this (laughs) Speaking of Jesus Christ, we got a good question here. I want to know about your deepest questions on reality. Is this a simulation? Are you Christian? Talk about all this fascinating real shit.
1: Holy Toledo.
0: Uh, Questions from Jonah. I should have been shouting out the people who asked the question. So I'm sorry about that. If you asked a question and I answered it on the podcast, thanks so much. I appreciate you more than you know. I appreciate all you guys more than you know. This whole podcast thing has just been awesome to get going because it feels like this new project that I'm starting from scratch and I'm still trying to get my chops in. And I, ha- you know, it reminds me of when I first started making music and I just wanted to go into the studio every single day and try and get better and figure out what to do. That's how I feel about the podcast. Every time that I get on the mic in this way, now I'm trying to just figure out how to get better and... So, for the people who are watching and listening from the ground floor, I mean, that's like the most amazing thing in the world to me. So, I appreciate all you guys for real. So, thanks for asking these questions. Thanks for tuning in to this special podcast episode with my guy, Blaine.
1: But just know none of it's real. None of it's real. We're in a simulation.
0: Because we're in a simulation. (laughs) And life isn't life. Yeah, I've got, I got, I got some good thoughts on this, but, uh, real quick, Blaine, are we in a simulation or or what's your take on this?
1: I, I, I think that we are not in a simulation. I don't think that it's like, we're some, but what's, what's the, the, the thought, what is the thought of being in a simulation? Is it like,
0: well, that's the whole point is, is that the the whole entire question is subjective because- what is a simulation what's the difference right if we go ahead if we were computer simulations if we can feel and think and we feel like we have free thought and free will whether we're computer generated or not what's the difference and then also what's the definition of computer generated once you get to like a real deep level Right. Like on a multi universe level, if there's some higher being above us that created this world, this universe that we're in, that created the Big Bang, what our understanding of what computers and technology is, is so minuscule compared to whatever technology they have. So, what is a simulation versus, you know, reality? Because we don't even know. The half of what's going on on the other side of that,
1: right? It's like this whole situation. I'm just gonna call it what we're in is, is a situation. It's not a simulation. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, we are balls of like energy living in like a sack of skin and blood that was created somehow from something else. Like, how did we get here? Who knows? And you know, you could do all this research and all this scientific data, but like who created scientific data. You know what I'm saying? Like there's so many questions behind all of that. Like who says what they're saying is real? Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Like right. You know, like who who created the universe? Cuz the like you know like what like there's all these things and facts that humans like to say that this is what happened, but who how are we the ones to say that that's how it happened? You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Like who really knows? So like this. Well, the only thing, yeah. The only thing that we can really prove is, is our own consciousness. Right. Yeah.
1: I hear, I see, I feel, I taste like there's something inside of me that controls this whole body. You know, there's some type of feeling that's like, I don't know if it's like a ball of energy. Like, you know, when they say pass away, like your soul, it's, it's your soul. It's your spirit there is a spirit inside of me that makes my whole being be a human you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. there is something inside of me a spirit that makes me work and makes me go and makes me have feelings it makes me have thoughts it's you know it's it it goes 24/7 365 days every single year and it's always on until it's off and where does that go once it's off who knows you'll never know until you're there, right? And if you know, the, my loved ones that are there, save me a place where you're at because one day, you know, we're all gonna be there.
0: Cause I'm trying to pull and up, I'm trying to
1: pull up, I'm trying to be with you guys once again,
0: right? Right, yeah. And I,
1: I uh, I was just gonna say, I hope, I hope, you know, and, and in my mind, there is a greater being that created this because what is it all for and what is it all about? It, it gives me hope and it gives me a sense of of you know drive and and it makes me compassionate and it makes me feel that you know somebody created this god whatever that god is you know i i I don't ever like to say i'm christian i'm catholic i'm mormon i'm muslim i don't i don't really identify with any religion but i think there are great uh philosophies and you know things that come from all religion and
0: yeah uh, yeah religion is super interesting because i think you know religion in a lot of ways is this sociological thing that we have created as as humans but when you look at the universe and the idea of a higher power and things beyond our understanding the more you get into the science and the more we figure out the more likely it is that that type of thing does exist because how else can you explain certain things,
1: right? And like something right. that really is like the people that um, say like, oh well, we are, 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 are like the evolutionists, right? That's that's the right. correct term, right? People say yeah. that like you know we come from evolution of whatever, you know. M- apes or, or monkeys into humans and whatever we came from the ocean and but it's like who put that germ or that little speck of whatever it was there before there was a human or before there was you know uh whatever it, that we evolved yeah. from yeah, yeah who put that there what put that there what right. started it what made the earth what made the universe like this is just so this is something that I, I used to always think about back when I was getting, when I was burning, you know what I'm saying? Like you just said, you, <laughs> you have these crazy.
0: No, a hundred percent. Well, that's the thing. This is like, and if you believe, and I think there's a lot of great evidence to believe that, you know, the big bang is a, a really, f- you know, fundamental theory of the universe. And that formed the universe and shot all these particles into you know, oh, that, our our world, yeah. our universe, and then things started to collide with each other and build more particles and more, you know, things got created. And all of a sudden we had planets and now we're we're here. It makes sense when you really get down into the science. But to your point, what about before that? What what caused that. the Big Bang to occur and how much deeper can you go to be and and to go past that? We, right. Right so like the that's my whole point is like the more you start to understand about the the deepest deepest physics of our universe the more it makes sense that there are these higher forces at play and there is the potential for multiple universes or you know for this to be some form of creation some form of like simulation so all these different theories of are we in a simulation like is it this religion or that religion. It's like, you know, none of us have figured out the answer to that, but there is something there because we're here in this universe and there's all of these real odd things and there's a lot going on metaphysically that we don't understand. Right. That maybe in our lifetime we'll start to understand a little bit more, but it all points to there's got to be a lot more to the the whole structure of the universe than then we understand, and that is coming from somewhere, and that that thing could be in the form of a god type of figure, or you know something different than that. But it's it, it's a really mind boggling thing when you start to kind of go down that rabbit That's hole. Awesome. But I think it's 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 two things: it's the question of the science of the universe and physics and all that stuff which is really interesting but then there's the question of faith and belief and what that can do for you on a day-to-day level and so that's where i have you know my own feelings about that because i think that faith and belief whether that's through one religion or another, or being spiritual or you know all this type of stuff is super super beneficial to our day to day life as individuals because it gives us answers to things that we don't have the answer to, and it also gives us the ability to not need specific answers because we have faith, faith. you know? we have we have faith that these things are what they are and out
1: of our hands,
0: and that can stop you from being. Miserable and
1: anxious, and like, what if, and what's what? Yeah,
0: and so there's you know, there's a lot of things that are wrong with certain religions because religion can become an organization right. that can make money and have power and influence, and so any system like that is always going to be corrupt. So, that aspect of what we call religion. Is obviously not rooted in spirituality but the idea of the actual story of someone like jesus christ and the lessons that we learn from telling that story or hearing about things that happened and those big themes that we get from hearing those stories of you know do to your neighbor what you want done to you and all this They're type all of stuff. all things
1: that will guide you to being a good person, most of them, most of the stories. And that's kind of what, what right. the underlying thing that I've realized about religions is like all these stories and rules and things that apply to each and every other religion is just a, a navigating tool to like not being a bad person is what it's trying to do.
0: Well, and it's it's trying to help you like make sense of the world around you and give you some framework of existence exactly. and make you comfortable with that existence. And that can be really beneficial to your overall well-being. Right. But religion as an organization is just rife with uh, corruption and, and all these type of things. So that's where it's, it gets really complicated because there's so much benefit to the individual when you have faith. And so personally, I really, I do believe. And for me, because it was the way that I was exposed to it, for me, it's about following that story of Jesus, the person and getting inspired by that person and his life. And those stories that can help you make sense of the world and give you some framework of how you want to be and what's important and even just the the idea of living for something larger than you and not backing yes. down and you know dying for a cause that you believe in is just this incredible powerful story that can be so beneficial and so for me because that was the way that i was kind of exposed to the idea of spirituality i subscribe to th- to that idea of that that story is so impactful to me but i don't support any religious organization
1: right and that's one thing i don't i want to like put on record like these different religions and people that believe in one or the other let's stop creating division amongst each other because could because we believe one certain thing or, or one other thing you know like let's show respect okay you believe that great like you know i'd like to learn more oh you believe this great i would like to hear more and if, you know not like not right. create this division that you you see I'm right you see tend wrong, to happen man. all the time like oh no this is the the, the right way to, to be this this is no this is the, the the true story this is what happened like whatever drives you to 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 like I'm saying, be better, be, you know, have, make yourself have a purpose in life to be, you know, follow a a path of being a, a good human and show empathy for others and, and have feelings, you know, that are positive. Great. Follow that path, follow that religion and, and do that, but don't, you know, let's get away from creating this division because one person believes in Allah and another person believes in Jesus Christ
0: well and that's where, yeah that's where the organization aspect comes into it. Is is that you create these groups that then you know want to fight on those beliefs and the reality is is that it's just about what you were exposed to like you know depending on where you were born or you know what uh situation you were in you get exposed to the pathway to spirituality through one religion or another and that's just the facts and you know You can debate it all you want, but that that is absolutely the truth. But that being said, there is so much power to having faith as an individual and being spiritual because it gives you so much guidance, meaning, and yeah, and just you know can really do a lot for your own psychology. And so that's really the the most. It's one of my most the, the things I'm most interested about is because I think there's so much benefit to the individual having a relationship with what they feel exactly. is God, right? And for me, what I feel is God is that story of Jesus and like the person and thinking about those lessons and stuff like that. But that's just for me, what what I just kind of got into. But it could be something else for someone else. It could be a different religion. It could be doing yoga. It could be whatever the fuck they're doing but the individual having that relationship with spirituality is so beneficial i wish we would all promote that more than we would promote these institutions like come to
1: my team like no
0: right because that's how you create more and more division and that's not what being spiritual is spirituality is for you the individual to have a connection with the greater you know, deeper universe and beyond. It's about you, the individual, not let's all gang up together and think about these ideas. I don't know. That's my take on it.
1: That's a hot take.
0: (laughs) That's what we try and do. Trying to have a lot of hot takes. I'm trying to just really have fun, you know, bring you on the show, talk shit. That's, that's just my goal for 2021. Just just
1: let it all out there, man. Just really tap into, you know, your beliefs and who you are and and not persuade someone to think one way or the other. It's just kind of an open conversation for anybody to listen, to hear, to have a conversation, you know, reach out. You're doing, letting people, you know, ask questions and, and, you know, have their takes and have their takes yeah. in the comments. And, you know, so exactly. it's just an open exactly. dialect and a, a,
0: it's a safe space. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to hear, hear what people think about this episode, about the idea of kind of doing more of these kind of Q and A's and individual episodes and stuff. I'm always going to have the guests and do all that stuff, but trying to figure out just, you know, fun ways to use this platform and just keep pushing. So I appreciate you coming on and being, you know, part of that whole process and we're going to do this a lot more, but. Hey, my man,
1: it's been a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. Yes, sir. Um, Thank you for having me a part of it. Thank you for, you know, being the guy had to
0: always had man. To get the kids always. down to get
1: this in, you know,
0: I know we do, We got the late night sessions going, getting real, you know, philosophical on the late night, the getting, late night podcast. That's how deep. we do it. And you got Tupac behind you, the guy at your dinner. There he is. There he is. But yeah, my man Blaine. Check him out. YouTube, social media, Twitter, Instagram, at Blaine. We out of here. Peace.